What's up, everybody? It's your boy Kevo, and you're listening to the latest edition of Voice of the Kingdom with Kevo and Yo Yo. Yo, it's been a while. Um, a lot of shit has come down. But before we get to that, I know we got some new followers and listeners, and we appreciate you. Um, for those of you that are new to the podcast, uh, welcome. Just a little rundown with us. So we're not we're not one of the mainstream chief podcasts out there like Lost On or Arrowhead Pride or one of those like that. We're just Kevo, Yo-Yo, and we big Chiefs fans, and we just we wanted to do a podcast from the point of view of a regular Chiefs fan. And so we're going to be us. We're going to try to be funny. We're going to be raw. It's going to be some cussing. So if you're uncomfortable with that, but then, hey, it is what it is. If, so I kind of suggest you being careful with playing to run the kids. Um, if you're cool with that, hey, so be it. But um, like I said, welcome. But let's get this shit started. Um, yo, so a lot of shit came down yesterday. Y'all, yesterday was wild as hell. And it, I don't know if it should have shocked us, but I was like, oh, oh, oh my God. Like, I was at work when the news broke yesterday, and I had to take a break. And just yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I uh, I was on, I shouldn't be saying this, but, you know, I was on the work run or whatever, and I was on Twitter and whatnot, and I saw over CDOT, Terrence Harrison had said that, they're gonna, that they had the full audio, and they'd be playing at 2 o'clock. So I hadn't taken my lunch break yet. I'm like, well, shit, let me hurry the hell up and get home so I can me and my wife listen to it. And, you know, since I'm out of town, and I know you're out of town, you know, I have to listen to it like an app. And needless to say, we at least five or six times we looked at each other just mouth wide open like, are you fucking serious? Like, are you serious right now? It was one of those things. Um, uh, so let's kind of break down what we heard. Um, go ahead and start us off, you know, kind of break down the tape. Okay. Just to give a little recap, back in March or April, Tyreek Hill, it it came out that he broke his son's arm, and it was like a bunch of child abuse um allegations, and you know, it was just a lot. Like, you could just Google it, you can check on Twitter, it was a whole bunch, and then the Chiefs had to do what they had to do, and they suspended Tyreek. They stopped Tyreek from working. However, that's just how the Chiefs did it. And KCTV5, y'all know the local news, sta- news station in Kansas City, they had breaking news. And the breaking news was like they had audio from a conversation that Tyreek and Crystal, that's the baby mama slash ex-girlfriend slash fiance or whatever she is to me, um, 
of basically him threatening her. And it sounded a little off. However, if y'all listen to the last audio, me and Kev said if everything that she was saying is true, get Tyreek off our team. Like, it was just that. Like, you know, if it was that bad, as they said, me and Kev was like, yo, he deserved to be off the team. Yesterday, we find out once again that KCTV5, this is the same KCTV5 that dropped, wait, was it Tim who dropped Kat's address on the TV? But it was another, it was once again, they showed themselves not to be true. Them and all the editors and writers of the Kansas City Star, it showed that everything was not, they didn't tell us the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Everything was edited for clicks and all of the things that they just they decided that was irrelevant was very relevant. Like everything that they said that they didn't need to show between the investigator, the person that runs KCTV Five, all of the producers, everybody's at fault for giving us wrong information. And that's where the journalistic part of this looks just trash. Like they're I feel like now they're like there's nothing that we can believe. Like we can. At this point, they can say the sky is blue, and we can see the sky is blue, and we can't. We got a question. Sam, go ahead. So, starts off. They're in Dubai. They're in nice, beautiful Dubai, and they. It, it to me. Well, I think everybody. It's it's obvious that he doesn't know he's being recorded. They're discussing how the son, you know, the son's arm getting broken. Um, how he's, how the son is terrified of him, and he, as in Tyreek, is of course, you know, defensive and disagreeing with all this because you know you're being accused of harming your son or your son being terrified of you, and as a father, that. It's not something you want to hear. So naturally, he's defending himself. Now, you know he, he admits, you know they admit that the CPS or whoever they had been dealing with, you know, kind of told him how they were disciplined and wasn't the correct way, and that they were working on. But he said that he wants his son to respect him, and I understand that, and and just wants him, you know, to know, kind of be tough because it's a crazy fucked up world out there. And all that, I understand that as a father, as a black man raising black son, and this world we live in today, I completely understand that. Um, I don't necessarily agree with everything that may have been going on with how you discipline a three-year-old. That's kind of... That's the one thing that I'm just kind of like, uh, you know, I, but at the same time, I also, you know what you know. If that's how discipline, because I, I discipline my kids how I was disciplined. Like, you do what you know. Um, there's something to tweak because I just want to be different. But you, you do what you know. And I understand that. What the bombshell that came out of all of it is that he brings up the incident that 
really had everybody upset when we drafted him. The, the domestic violence or that incident when he was in college with her. He brought that up and denies the whole thing and accuses her of ruining his life. And I, when I tell you, me and my wife looked at each other like, what the fuck? Like, it wasn't to me. And I think anybody listening to that tape, whether you think he did it or not, I think if you're being honest with yourself, if you listen to that tape, it is, to me, blatantly obvious that he does not know he's being recorded. So you're getting raw, passionate, candid responses from him. And to me, he believes in his heart that he did not do it. He sounded like somebody that, that knew for a fact that he did not do it. He he brought it up multiple times that he did not abuse her. He you know he he claims he, he picked her up and removed her from the apartment because she would not leave. Now at the end of the day, I was not there, so all I can do is take his word for it. But I, I'm telling you that as somebody that was just listening, it really like he was passionate about it, and you and you could tell his soul was hurt when he talked about. How would life should be easier at this point? And like you could, I, I could feel to outside people, we're all going to come off the homeworks. And honestly, that's fine because me and you know how we felt about the situation when it take first drop. We were both upset about it. Both for if this is true, he's got to go. Shit, like I, you know, I was in the middle of a draft when this tape dropped. Take my damn jersey off. Now, I wasn't Chief Stan 82 that threw the bitch in the trash. <laughs> you know, I do that shit. But we, I know how many of you thought about it. And that tape changed a lot for me yesterday. And what stood out to me, and I want your feedback on as well, when he kept bringing that up in 2014, I did not do it. Well, like she kept bringing back up she was deflecting and bringing back up the child abuse case. And that was telling to me. What about you? So, number one, suspicious that she recorded, like you said. And number two, the fact that she kept talking about 2014 and what? I guess that was happened, in, that conversation happened in 2018. The fact that she was talking about 2014 was a little baffling to me. Now, for a man who doesn't, who knows that he didn't do it and doesn't know he's being recorded, he was adamant about saying, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. People are kind of stuck on, um, you know, like the big, the big, like, but like the people on NFL Network and SportsCenter stuff, they're stuck on, oh, he pled guilty. Well, let me tell you something. A lot of people plead guilty because they don't have money for their lawyer. They don't want their case to go in front of a jury. Um, or like their lawyer advises them to take the plea, even if they don't do it. Sometimes they're tired of fighting. They're tired of going to court. A lot of people do that. Like I know a lot of people who take in pleas just so they wouldn't have to go back to court. So the fact that he was very adamant about 2014 not happening, I was like, oh. So a lot of stuff that everybody was saying about him, 
I guess it wasn't true. Like, to me, right now, it just looks like it wasn't true, and it looked like just a bunch of lies. And that's what I was just like, wow. Now, yes. she, she, like I keep saying on Twitter, she's batshit crazy. So, because I feel like if this was about money, and she just liked the lifestyle, if they had co-parented the way that if she had left him, they have three children. So, unfortunately, I'm saying this is that she has an insurance policy. So, if she wanted the money, she would have got the money. However, he should have left her a long time ago. But, however, the, a breakup was what led to all of this. He said, I don't want to be with you. That's when all that stuff in her house, he picked, he removed her from his home. That's when she tried abuse. And that's where all this saga went off. And she, he, like, I don't know what was going on. Like, like you said, we weren't there. It's just a whole lot. And a lot of holes that we could have patched up back in April when KCTV5 supposedly had this audio. Also, um, unfortunately, even though it was bad, I appreciate, um, they said that the NFL had the, the full recording for a long time. And I think that's probably why they held off on their specific suspension. And that's why I'm happy that the Chiefs suspended them, suspended him, so the NFL couldn't. Because, you know, the last thing they want to be, because, um, you know, the NFL, they, every time this happens, especially with the Chiefs look, this would have been, oh, we're just going to make an example out of him. That's the last thing we needed. And like I yeah. said, they've had this for months, and I guess they were just keeping in the vault, and they just wanted, like, you know, to do their own investigation. Because somebody said that, who was it, J.J. Bird? Or somebody said when the NFL does investigations, it's like an FBI investigation. So mm-hmm. it's very thorough the way they do it. So, like I said, they've had this audio. I guess they felt like the Chiefs took the correct disciplinary action. But for a man who doesn't know he's being recorded in a secluded area in the Dubai airport, he was very adamant of, like, maintaining his innocence because if they if they had already known about 2014, ain't no way, like, especially since it's just him and her, ain't no way, like, if he knew he did it, it's just them, and they probably, he probably wouldn't talk about it anymore. But he was like, you know, I did not do it. And you ruined my life. And then, you know, you know, he could have stayed with her because he loved her, or he could have stayed with her based on image. We'll never know. I just know that they should not be together, and she is that shit crazy. Yeah, like, that's, I mean, that's really what stood out. Is he said that multiple times, you know, he didn't, shouldn't have been with her, and that he she didn't have kids with her, and I, some people are going to hang on that, and, you know, you can't say that, and, and like, okay, yeah, I, I mean, if her son heard that, kids heard that, like, damn, dude, that's fucked up, but I personally didn't take it as, you know, it, it wasn't a slight against his children, it was a slight against the fact that who he's having kids with, and I mean, that is on him, I mean, at the end of the day, that is on him. Mm-hmm. I, I said yesterday, and a lot of us feel that way. Pussy is never that good. And for my ladies, dick is never that good to where you should remain in a toxic relationship. Like, 
Me and you don't know Tyreek Hill. 99% of y'all that we follow on Twitter don't know Tyreek Hill or Chris. Like, but just a little bit we've heard in their life, there's no fucking way they sh- it, it should have ever gotten past, honestly, the incident that happened five years ago. Like, it, like it's, I'm telling you, I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to do what you want to do. But that's one of them things where, you know, if that's my son, son, you have to leave her alone. Like, you, you already done impregnated her. That, that should, you just work on being the best co-parent you can be, but that's fucking it. And he got, he got to live with the fact that instead of him just cutting sling low, like when he had the opportunity, five years ago, he, he kept it going and he, and he got to pay for that. And it's, it is unfortunate because this, these two situations for him have cost him tens of millions of dollars. Like, say what you will about the conspiracies or whatever like that. We can get into that next. But his dealings with her has cost him tens of millions of dollars. And there ain't no way around that. And that has got to eat at his fucking soul. And I bet it does. And it eats at my soul. And I don't even know the dude. But there's problems, and I don't know how the Chiefs are going to handle this because part of me feels, because I know we discussed before, that I think a big reason why they didn't just flat out cut him when it all came out is because I think he was upfront about a lot of shit, and I'm sure they kind of know about some things as well about you know their relationship, but. I know that the chief, like, an employer can't tell somebody, hey, you cannot do this person. But there's got to be some type of, if the chief even think about extending him, there's got to be something like, hey, something. Something that they can legally do to be like, hey, so-and-so happens with her, then we're done. Because mm-hmm. they are going to be the downfall of each other. But... Let's let's go into KTTV five. Like like let's let's go in depth on this, on in depth on this because this needs to be addressed. So um, they broke the story. I've been proud of the story, and we've given a lot of people in Kansas City media a lot of shit, and to me, rightfully so, because it was. Always obvious to me that it felt like this was biased reporting. What like like did you feel the same way? Yes, I felt like I just you have an eleven minute recording, and the fact that you felt that you could chop and screw it to the point it just sounds that bad. Like just say that you don't want him on the team. Just say that you don't like him. Just say all that. If you say all that, I'd be like, well, that's why they did it. They didn't say that. You have five mm-hmm. minutes that actually means something on that recording and puts a lot of context. However, mm-hmm. you have you take this recording and you have your producers chop and screw it. And then you're like, ooh, that's good. And then when the story broke, um, you had the whole league on um watch. That's when Brooke Pryor had her entire, like, People were retweeting her. She probably got the most retweets in the world off of that. Oh, this recording, this recording. 
and like when we first heard it on the news, I was like, oh, oh my goodness. And I was um, I was texting one of my friends, and they was telling me all of this stuff, and I was like, some of this doesn't sound right. Mhm. And I was like, this is some really good editing because. I was like, why is there only sometimes bits and pieces instead of like a full conversation? But to feel that you could throw away five extra minutes of him denying uh, that he ever did anything, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. You have an entire um, investigative reporter, basically a cop, basically a detective working for you and you get on KCTV five and let them interview you um and you lie that ain't okay with me yeah it's so she doubled down because you know she got on the air with on 16 the day after it all broke and pretty much said a lot of it was gratuitous there were there were just a lot of names and you know it was just talking about their dealings in the airport and stuff like that and that's why they didn't you know they they didn't bring it up, and and then today, the news director Casey Clark, you know who bragged of you know about them having you know number one trending topic in the country when it broke that he was under investigation. First off, why the fuck are you bragging about dropping a story like that? Like that's bullshit. But I digress. He you know went on their little sports show to try to justify why they did what they did and what really stood he said a few things he said um what really stood out to me he said that well regard 2014 he pled guilty and he hadn't really put he hadn't put it down the public so that's why they didn't include that it, it wasn't newsworthy to them um he, he says well they didn't drop the full 11 minutes on the internet because you just don't interpretation. It can get interpreted anyway. And which, so you're telling me you would not drop the whole recording you have because of how it may be interpreted, but you, so they were literally doctored four minutes because if you listen to the four minute clip, it listen to that 11 minute clip. It is not four consecutive minutes. It might it'd be one thing if it was just four consecutive minutes, that, that they cut, but it was pieces from the beginning, middle, and end of that whole clip that got put into that four-minute clip. Like, that was a smear campaign, and that, I am not a journalist. I'm not, I don't have a degree in that shit, but that shit smells unethical as fuck to me. Like, that is unethical. But what really stood out to me the most, he said that they not play the full 11-minute clip is because Crystal would have known the source who released it, so that's so that tells me what that tells me, Kevin Harvell, you know, Twitter investigator reporter, that like are you saying that she had she had multiple edits of the recording that she gave it to different people? Because I mean, just me personally, if I recorded something and then handed it off to somebody because I was in fear of him finding out, I would give everybody the exact same thing. Maybe I'm looking too much into it. But when I heard that, that's what the first thing popped in my head. So she has different recordings, different edits of the same recording. That smells fishy. <sighs> okay. What what gets me what gets me about that is 
you remember when that woman, whatever her last name, Robinson. Meredith. Spoke, never forget yeah, her. She spoke on Twitter and she said, I'm a family friend and my husband is a cop. And that's when that's when she told her and we cooked her. Like we cooked her. We was like, don't spread no lies like that. And then maybe mm-hmm. like a less than a week later the news dropped and then the reporter clip. And I was just like, she she said she a family friend of Crystal's and her husband is a cop and she knows I guess she knows Crystal's dad or something like that. And then that's what she was saying, and she was giving bits and pieces too. And I was just like, who is telling her all this? If it is a, if it is an investigation, then why is her cop husband telling her all this? And then I said, why is she tweeting? Because guess what? Her Twitter's MIA now. Like, we can't find it. I don't have any screenshots. There might be some other people in Peace Kingdom that have screenshots, but she's MIA. And I was just like, <laughs> This is a, then, like, Crystal right now, she seems unbothered. She's posting pictures on Instagram, and oh, it's her, it's her son's birthday, but um, I was just like, this is when that story broke, and she was the one giving the bits and pieces, so I feel like she was the one, she was the one who possibly could have gave KCTV5 or all of them the tape. And then that's when Casey keeps my felt they needed to doctor it and then hype it up and all that other stuff. But I was just like, this doesn't make any sense that this random woman on Twitter made a Twitter to tell all of us this. Yeah, this, this you know, this only shit like this will happen to us as Chiefs fans. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, like, this is some lifetime, like, movie shit right here. This is this shit is crazy. <laughs> I couldn't. I'll say this. To me, it appeared. I, I mean, it's, it's it's common knowledge that that audio recording was was an insurance policy. And once the DA said that he felt something happen, which he which he should not have fucking said, because it also pretty much sways public opinion. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to just kind of go off on a little side note real quick. So, I'm not a lawyer. I've not studied law. You know, I'm not a criminal justice major, but I've lived, I'm almost 30 years old. I've lived life. I'm a black man in America, so I've seen some shit. I've experienced some things. And sister's a cop, so you know, I've kind of seen the whole spectrum of the criminal justice system, and that whole entity is just like sports. It's not like, it's a stat-based game, okay? And they don't care about you. It's all about wins. Wins and losses, that's all it's about. And I really took issue with that DA saying that because that's completely unacceptable to say, well, I think something happened, but I can't prove it. That's, you shouldn't do that. Like, like that's not how you should do things, but that's the day and age we live in. And like, like we kind of said before, just because you plead guilty to something doesn't necessarily mean you did it. 
Do you have to live with being branded as somebody that did it? Yeah. You have to play the long game. And and I want people to know that I'm not saying there's not a possibility that he didn't do something. Because I don't know. Right. At the end of the day, the only two people without a doubt that know what happened is Hurricane Hill and Crystal Espinal. Those are the only two people that for a fact know. And this is a he said, she said thing. And a lot of things were looking really iffy on her part. Like, it just is. And like, you, you cannot deny that. As a father, I want them babies to be in the best possible situation. Now, that is not going to happen with them all together as one. That's not going to fucking happen. So I hope they figure out how to cope with I, I really, really hope they do. Like, like, like it, it is, it is important that they figure that out. Now, to, to get off that, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked for a second. To go back to like journalists, you guys. So I appreciate the couple, like Sam Melvier, has kind of come out and said, "Hey, I, you know, I kind of jumped the gun." And then Brooke Parr just she just kind of piggybacked it. She didn't. She just said, "Yeah." They just kind of wanted what they had. If I was a journalist in Kansas City, I would be pissed off with KCTV Five because they placed something out there and everybody ran with it. Like everybody that does that for a living, they're supposed to give us news, ran with it, and took it at face value, and they forced that as a narrative that they shouldn't have been force feeding us. And to me, I don't care what anybody says, what that news station did was unethical. I don't know if he could sue for slander or libel or whatever like that, but everything about that tape was that we got showed two months ago was made to make him look like a monster. And I will address the monkey in the room, but I'll let you address it. That bitch, you should be scared of me too comment. So when we first heard it, it was like, damn. Yeah. Shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that. But after listening to that whole thing yesterday, to me, that was more, to me, that came off as more frustration and just be like, you just kind of blowing her off. Like, yeah, because she, she's saying that the, the son is terrified of him. To me, he was blowing her off and said, yeah, you, you should be scared of me too. Now, now you want to you wanna get mad at him for calling her all kinds of bitches? Okay. I'll let you have that. I tell you right now, I don't call my wife a bitch because I don't want to get head knocked off. I'm not going to do that. But I'm also not in a toxic relationship. Is my marriage perfect? No, but it's not toxic. So that's what I'm going to say about that. Now, you may not like that, but I'm telling you, after hearing that 11-minute clip, you should be scared of me too, bitch. In my, in Kevin's personal opinion, he was just, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. You should be scared of me too. That's, that's how I took it. Two months ago, I thought it was something different. Because that's what I was forced to believe. Oh, what about you? I'm sorry. I'm just I'm getting real passionate about this shit, man. So, I, like you said, the, the clip the first time, I was like, well, that sticky game suspension is going to be something. But he'll come back for Thanksgiving. That's what I said. Or or whenever. I That's what I said. But, however, listening to the whole clip, she was pushing and pushing and pushing and like I said she pushed in the wrong theory like 
you in you in a secluded area in a Dubai airport, you in a foreign airport, and you over here doing this. Number one, yeah. And on top of that, you took out your phone. I guess you know how like when you record somebody, you act like you holding your phone or you put it in your pocket, and women mm-hmm. put sometimes put it in their bra. Like you do all of that to record a conversation in an area in a public airport in a different country. Like where were you going with that, ma'am? And of course, like you said, that bitch, you should be scared of me too. I don't, don't call me. I'm the type of person, don't call me out my name, just period. However, dog, at that point, she should have been scared of him because, like, what are you doing? I'm pretty sure he ain't, but, you know, sometimes you just gotta walk away. And, like, you could tell in this conversation, there was no walking away because she wasn't. Now, of course, look. Y'all may not understand this. Some of y'all might not understand this. But Tyreek Hill is a black man. He's black and he's a man. And black men, they go to jail. The little cry, they go to jail. A big cry, look, they they basically death by stoning. And for the fact that this woman was doing all of this in a public place, that's dangerous, number one. And then number two, of course he shouldn't have said it, but damn, he was getting just hammered by her. And I'm pretty sure she wanted the recording to go somewhere else, but it didn't. However, I think whomever listened to it, whoever knew how to chop and screw it, whoever like wanted it to go somewhere else, they, they were successful. Now, I don't know if the Chiefs, I don't know if the NFL... Like, he was grilled by the NFL last month, a couple weeks ago, for eight hours. That man spent an entire business day with the NFL. And I was just like, of course, most likely he was honest, because, you know, after that Kareem Hunt saga, he was like, you know, honesty was a big thing. But, and, you know, of course, Tyreek has died from public opinion. He's been crucified by public opinion. So mm-hmm. even, even if people say he didn't do it, and even if the NFL, you're still going to have those people that say, oh, he should be suspended. Oh, he shouldn't be in the league. Oh, he's lying. The NFL just covering up for him. The Chiefs organization is trash. You're still going to hear those comments. Mm-hmm. He died from public opinion, or he's going to die from public opinion. But like you said, that woman has cost him millions of dollars. Tyreek Hill is the fastest, one of the most explosive wide receivers in the league. There, there should have been, should have been sponsorships thrown at him. Like just like he should have been the Greek yogurt guy. He should have been the Pepsi guy, the Lay's chips, Doritos, all that type of guy. Like water, you know, like Pat and stuff like that. That should have been him. However, they a lot of those things they said no because they can't do that type of damage control or they just refuse. Even if um it comes out that he's he's um completely innocent, they're still not gonna do that. And then you know, the Chiefs, they try to save money. Now I'm pretty sure they're gonna give him money, but not as much as they said because I feel like they're looking at this as a way out, kinda. That's how I feel. Or that's how I feel that they're going to do. They're gonna be like, Oh, remember when he got in trouble? Now, like I said, they're they're gonna give him money. However, his stipulations for when he signs his long term contract, if we see her with you, that ain't the your son related, it's trash. Like you can see just like all the stipulations regarding her 
specifically, not his child, not the rest of his career, her. If he has mm-hmm. anything to do with Crystal, the Chiefs are just kind of going to get up, give up on her, give up on him. Yeah, he cannot. You know, I'll tell you this. I, I, I would love to see what the morality clause section of the contract looks like because you know it's going to be extensive and really direct. But he he has, like you said, he, he's lost a lot of money. And this is all about public perception. So, like you said, even if he does get cleared of all this, like, just there's lasting damage. Like, there's, there's a lot of shit that there's just no coming back from for companies when it comes to, like, ads and stuff like that. And that's why, I mean, regardless of this coming out, I still – feel that the NFL is going to give him like two games, just straight off of public perception. Now, in my opinion, if he pleaded not guilty in 2014 and was found not guilty and none of that that was ever a thing, I don't think he gets suspended. But with that, regardless of him denying, 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 which, you know, to me, it's time to rule impassioned and believable about him pleading and knowing that he did not do that, that's just that's going to hang over his head. Like, that's one of the downsides of when you know you're innocent of something, which I'm not saying he is, but when you know you're innocent of something, but you still feel like you have no choice but to plead out to it, that's always going to hang over your head. Mm-hmm. That's just depending on what it is. If it's some drug bullshit, okay, whatever. But, like, abuse and shit like that, that's always going to hang over your head, especially if you're in a, if you're in a public dial like that. But, we have to do better as and really, not to cut you off, but you see how crazy that is? He knew he says he doesn't he didn't do it. So if he if he's absolutely true that he didn't do it and he was still rolling with it, like he still like, you know, he knows he pled guilty. Like no matter what. He knows he pled guilty, even if he didn't do it. So like mm-hmm. even if his agent told him, you know, just say you you did and you're uh, you apologize for your act. Even if he didn't do it, that's nuts to me that we're still rolling as if he did. And you know he played that all well. People was like, oh, that makes him a liar. Look, he pled guilty to a crime that he says he did not do. What is he gonna say? I'm innocent. Even though people are looking at him with the guilty plea. He literally just, he just keeps apologizing for something he doesn't do. And that's crazy to me. However, that's, that happens a lot more than people say. That's wild. That's completely wild. I'm sorry. Yeah, the the whole, like I said, that whole thing itself is really tragic thing that, it's a tragic entity that happens in this country today. And I don't want this to, you know, I don't want this whole thing to be about, like that. That's the conversation we can have another day. But my last two cents on the tape is I don't know how because unless she did not play the tape back after she recorded it, how do you? I'm going to imagine she did play it back. How do you play that tape back and then think, okay, this is good insurance policy? I want you to hold on to this woman. Now, if it was just what we heard two months ago, then yeah, by all means, you're good to go. But that whole 11 months we heard, 
how do you play that back and think, yeah, I should probably hold on to this? Like, even if your plan is to blackmail him or use it as an insurance policy, you fucked it up. Yep. Like, well, I'm sorry, he fucked it up for you because he, he did not take the bait. If you're trying to get him to take bait, he's not taking it. When he started throwing 2014 in your face and vehemently denying that shit and denying ever beating his son or breaking his fucking arm, what do you sort of, like, what, you should not have kept the recording. I mean, I'm not trying to give you a, a blackmail for dummies, you know, of course here, but I'm just saying, based off what I heard yesterday, I'm not going to say that if I'm trying to get, if I'm trying to, if, if that's my ace in the hole or, 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 you know, if that's my, if that's my card to, for money, like, that's just worthless. Like, you can't do shit with that. But, I mean, that's all, that's all I have on it for now. We'll talk again. Uh, I mean, we'll discuss this again when we find out a suspension, which hopefully we find out sooner than later. Um, what do you think he's going to get? Because I think he's going to get two games. Yep, I think he's going to get two games based off of public opinion. Either, mm-hmm. Even if he's guilty or not. The NFL, because I think it's, um, they said, so I, I can't quote this completely and I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but they said that he didn't have a full investigative team with him. He really just had Roger um, in that meeting. And they said usually when it's just Roger in the meeting, um, that usually means that it's thorough. And I think either they said he is going to get suspended or isn't suspended. And, you know, yeah. but, you know, I look, Roger Goodell wasn't present. He wasn't fully present for those type of meetings when he was mm-hmm. meeting with Ezekiel Elliott. So yeah. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing or, like, what was going on. But, you know, that's what happens. This is just the Chiefs' luck. This is literally how the Chiefs' luck been going since we were, like, five. Yeah, this is this is it, it, this is how it goes. But I feel that this is going to be just we're going to look back and be like, this shit is fucking crazy. But this was a great, fantastic fucking season. I, I really feel like something special is brewing here. Um, training camp starts in two weeks. I'm still fucking excited. <laughs> we'll have more to talk about. But um, any part this of this time, me and we'll have, we can talk about football. football. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about football. Despite football, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> but, all right, so, all right, everybody, thanks for listening. Um, if everybody you disagree with yourself with that, hey, after you post it, comment on it, and let's have a dialogue. If you from out of town, yeah, you better not come retripping. Because the sea of red is always in the building, huh? Hey, I wake up, I'm a chief. When I walk out the door, I'm a chief. White, yellow, red hat, like a chief. Nope, that's all I got. Peace out. Peace.